Welcome to the GNA Podcast, Games, Nerds, and Alcohol, where we pre-grain way too much before the show, get really drunk, and then we plan to talk about stuff. Pre-grain, yeah, yeah, garbage. As in, like, distilling and brewing. And that's what we do in pre-graining. It does actually, yeah. That was that was a Garbabe special. He came in. He was very drunk. And he's like, yeah, I've been I've been pre-graining, pre 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 gaming, pre-graining, and it just stuck. It's just now it's instead of pre-gaming, it's pre-graining. So sounds good. Wait, who did that? Was that Gur? No, it was Garbabe. Uh, Garbabe. He was early on. A listener like episode fifty-seven or fifty-eight, somewhere in the fifty fifty-six to fifty like nine range. You'll find Garbabe. Anyways, you just heard a couple people around the show tonight. I am Cecil Xavier, your host. Uh, we are being joined tonight by Shinzu. Shinzu, how you feeling, man? Well, I wish I could say I'm feeling amazing, but I have to work tomorrow, so eh. Oh God, you gotta work. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta work tomorrow. Is is it that bad? Is it is it bad? I mean, it ain't great. <laughs> and and we're being joined tonight by the article. He came back for more punishment. We have no clue why, but how are you doing, man? I'm doing good. I love talking shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. And we love hearing it, man. It's seriously one of my favorite things. <laughs> <laughs> and we're being joined by Zyberblood, the host of Anime Night and and uh, fucking Horror Movie Night, man. How you feeling, guy? Fuck you, leave me alone. Nah, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. <laughs> it, it's been a decent week. Dude, it has. It has been a freaking great week. And we are being joined by a very special guest tonight. In fact, if you can call where his last name is from, you fucking rock. Chaz Almasy. Is that right? Did yes, I get it right? Indeed. Yeah. Fucking right. Yeah. How's it How going, do- guys? Dude, I'm great, man. How are you feeling? I'm in the middle of a war with a skunk, but I'm going <laughs> to win. So fuck him. That's a period victory, man. Always. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got like a fucking bear trap you're going to set out for this guy, right? Oh, you're goddamn right I do. You're going to win, but at what cost? That thing's going to, like, shit on your car right before it dies or something. Uh, yeah, unless, unless you have, like, a grenade yeah, battling a skunk, is uh, it's always a losing battle. <laughs> no win. No. Leave the trap and hope it kills you. See, my dog battled a skunk once and then kept burping and smelled just like a skunk's butt. Oh, God. Oh, and this one's, like, right under the fucking porch, so every time the heater kicks on, if he's down there, you can kind of get that weird musk oh, aroma right through the house ode to skunk so your place smells like a stale keg of heineken yes that's a very good description or some really great weed <laughs> that too <laughs> and that's what the article's got this little circle dude man i gotta come out and visit you some night when i got like three weeks off and i can get all that stuff out of my system with like a tent like a ton of prune juice <laughs> That's not how you get that shit out of your system, man. Prune juice is going to make you get other things out of your system. Oh. Well, you can always go with, like, um, CBD. Uh, they have CBD strains out there with such low levels of THC that it doesn't amount to shit in your system. And yep. in my personal opinion, CBD is usually better anyway because you don't really get high from it, but it, it's like smoking Tylenol. It's then what's the point? It's very relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, when when you're CBD someone ones. that can't take uh, traditional pain meds, it's amazing stuff. Yeah, it's a very good alternative to you know developing an opioid addiction. Yeah, but that's one of my best qualities. You can even get topicals and creams of it now. Look, man, 
I can stop the pills anytime I want. <laughs> yeah, but can you bake it into brownies? That's why you're offering hand jobs for them. Oh, dude, that brings me right back to that friggin' movie Half Baked. Have you blown everybody, anybody for weed? I've blown people for, co- for, for cocaine. I see them. <laughs> I haven't seen that one in forever either. Yeah, that's, a, that's a going way back. Oh, God, yeah. Jeez, dude Dave on the couch. Back when Dave Chappelle had a promising career. <laughs> Have you ever seen a, a dollar bill on weed? Man, it's a, you got like a guy back here. He's, he's in the fucking bushes, Secret Service is there. Is he going after the president? You don't know. Wasn't the guy on the couch Stephen Wright? Yes. Yes, it was. Yeah, I think it was. That dude is like one of my favorite comedians. <laughs> Are you ever going to pay rent or anything? No, don't worry about me. I'll be fine. You worry about Ken. <laughs> yeah. uh, I fucking love that guy. All right. Well, first thing we got to get into before we get too off track, like I expect us to always do, what is everybody drinking or in the Colorado state smoking? Um, so Zyber, what are you drinking, man? Well, why are you signaling Colorado? It's legal here in Vermont too. Yeah, but I don't like Vermont. I like Colorado. I can go snowboarding out there and it's awesome. Ouch, burn, shitty boarding in Vermont. How do you not know how to snowboard in Vermont? Like, is it your board explodes upon crossing state lines? It, no, it does. Like, I go over there to Killington, and it just fucking explodes. It just it bursts into flames. I look like... Need I remind you the Okima trip where we all sat at the bar for like half an hour and then went skiing slash snowboarding? Dude, you don't have to remind me about the Okimo trip where we boarded up to a waffle shack and had friggin' Belgian waffles while we're boarding. That sounds wicked. <laughs> Dude, it was amazing. It was pretty awesome. It was it was like you board right up to a shack, and it's like this shack in the middle of the mountain. You're boarding down a trail, and there's just oh. this shack there. You board up, you give them money, and there is a waffle. Nice. That's a pretty cool idea. Or you power slide around a turn mid-bite. I mean, they know... <laughs> <laughs> they they had it planned though that this stuff was like right near the prime area of snowboarders so like yeah these snowboarders are going to be high as hell they're going to need waffles Dude, yeah what a very oddly specific fucking item you know like you could they, they could be selling they could be selling like flares you know like you might need one of these like no fucking waffles go here there's like waffles and funyuns. yeah dude and you can get the chocolate covered waffles like they get the chocolate dip waffles and I'm telling you, man, like you're boarding down there and you just all of a sudden are like, I feel like a waffle. I should go get a waffle. Where can I get a waffle? And there's just this shack. Those guys probably make so much money. <laughs> oh, and there's just the light shining down on it. And it's, oh, it's amazing. I think what happens is you're going down the mountain and you get like a waft of this waffle smell. And you're like, oh, crap, you're going to be a really cool idea if we go down and got some waffles. And they knew that was going to happen. So they just put a waffle shack in the mid area there so you're like oh there it is i really it's probably a joke to somebody they're like you know what man i bet this is such a convenient fucking location we could sell waffles out of this fucking hut (laughs) and then they did it like (laughs) probably probably some dude saying there this is never gonna work no no it's totally gonna work like they could put in like a mini starbucks and probably rake in shitloads more cash but yeah but but there's a problem though have you ever tried boarding with a drink in your hand so if you yes. dump it and then you dump it all over yourself, that sucks. But like you drop a waffle, you just pick it back up, brush the snow off, and keep mowing. <laughs> I've gone down the mountain before drinking, so it's very possible as long as you don't suck at life. Well, well I mean, I have too. But the only time I was legitimately afraid 
doing stupid shit like that is when I was both high and drunk. <laughs> Fucking, t- it was like Star Wars going <laughs> warp speed. I was like, oh fuck, what am I doing? Like. <laughs> It was fun though. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, all of a sudden you got freaking Han Solo right next to you, kicking into hyperdrive, and you're like, "Whoa!" <laughs> the best part is he never actually went up the lift. He's just sitting at the base of the mountain, like, "Ah." No, I I got on the lift. It wasn't moving, but I got on the lift. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, come on. What's it? Achievement. What's everybody drinking? Zyber, Zyber man, please right. help me here. What are you drinking, guy? No problem, no problem. Um, if, if I don't get erupted, interrupted. Zyber, you're dying. You're, you're, you're frozen. I'm frozen. <laughs> <It's> frozen. <laughs> oh, okay, no. all right. So I'll, uh, I'll go. All right. I'm drinking a uh, maple bourbon old-fashioned. A maple Fancy. bourbon old-fashioned. Like that the, looks uh, and sounds delicious. It, it, dude, they have a, a local distillery here in my beautiful state, which does not suck. This is Cecil. It only sucks for snowboarding. And uh, they aged it in a bourbon barrel, so you know what happens there. I get wood. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so then you just take the bourbon that has a delicious maple finish to it, and you just add it to the old-fashioned instead of whiskey. That sounds delicious. Delicious. It's amazing. That does sound pretty good. All right, man. Article. What are you you partaking in over there? Uh, Well, I got my uh, bevy of water, but... I have a strain called goat, Golden Goat, of all things. Golden Goat. <laughs> all right. Yep. It's a, a sativa, so I'm already a little high, but it's probably not going to fuck with me too bad. Man, you're like a <laughs> low weight when that comes to that shit. I, I got to ask, though. Like, you're saying Golden Goat. Is there, like, golden hairs sticking through this thing? Is it like... Oh, man, I, I literally just crushed up the last nug, so I can't... Damn it! ...actually show you. <laughs> Ah, oh, you're killing me. You kill. You're killing me, Annika. Thirty-one point two three percent. That's. I like how it says. Sativa. I like how how it says health living. All right, Chaz. What what are you partaking in? Are you drinking? What are you smoking? Are you smoking? What are you drinking? Both. I got really shitty cheap beer, Clear Creek Ice, six percent. Costs less than a dollar a can. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then I got cheap weed, plain packaging indica. It's only seventeen percent, but meh. Hey, that sounds incredible. That sounds absolutely fantastic. Sometimes it's better than getting, like, the shit that I have is, that's actually, like, a problem in Colorado is, like, trying to, sometimes you want to find something that's, like, 15, you know, percent or whatever, because you just want to, like, chill. Well, it's got a good taste, and it's, like, our version of No Name, so it's the cheapest shit you can get. That's what's up, man. I miss, I kind of miss the days of getting weed and, like, indiscriminate baggies you know like, <laughs> yeah or you're sitting there with a little scale going are you are you ripping me off are you ripping no me? we're good yeah i know it's all <laughs> percentages and exactly to the point one gram it's true there's a there is a strain out here i i fucking i so highly recommend um which admittedly was for the name alone at first but it's called jabberwocky I've had Jabberwocky before. <laughs> At least I can't promise it was the same, but I've had weed called Jabberwocky. If it was, man, this stuff is, it will destroy you. Like, it, I always tell people not to disrespect it because it's like you put it in a bowl. It's, this is seriously like the one or two hit quit kind of kind of crap. But <laughs> the way that people smoke weed out here, like you don't really think about it. You just pick up a pipe or whatever and you just yeah. start like taking hits and passing it. If you do that with Jabberwocky, like, by the time the bowl is done, unless you have, like, ten friends to share it with, you're all fucked. Like, (laughs) 
I'd like to say challenge accepted. Well, except for you're a freak, so like nothing fucking affects you. <laughs> got a robot heart or something. <laughs> He's the Tin Man. You should you should tell the story of when I went out to Colorado. It was pretty fil- pretty hilarious. Well, which part? Admittedly, <laughs> 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 it was all pretty good. Uh, no, but this dude, I seen this dude smoke more weed than I don't even fucking know. Than, <laughs> Than fucking Snoop Dogg and it, it like nothing, nothing. He was just like, eh, I, I don't really see this. So we get uh, a buddy of ours to go into like a medical shop and buy this like super high, no, that, highly that, concentrated. He got coffee, man. That was that bar was disgusting. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he did unfortunately get like the the cho- the coffee chocolate bar, which admittedly just. I had like a chunk of it, a small piece. And I was like, that's gross. Um, but this dude, like he just begins eating this candy bar as though it's just like a Hershey's bar. He's like, that's a bad idea. Right. He's like, he's like, I know bitch. And I was like telling him, like, I must've told him like 15 times, like, dude, I'm telling you, man, it will fuck you up. Take it slow. And we go for this, this hike, uh, on this, uh, dinosaur trail which has got a bunch of like fossils and shit it's pretty cool but we get like i don't even know we get like maybe a quarter of the way into this thing and travis just starts like lagging behind real bad oh no (laughs) he literally i like turn around i'm like yo what's up man and he's like shuffling like just like you know like i'm like are are you okay it was like, have you, did you forget how to walk? Like, what the hell is going on here? And I was like, I was like, you want to, you know, you want to keep, you want to finish the, the hike or whatever. And he was just like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, all right, back to the car. It is, I guess. We get to the car and I was like, what about, what about the amphitheater? You want to go check out Red Rocks? It's really fucking cool. And like, I drive up to the amphitheater and I'm like, come on, let's get out and walk around a bit. And he was just like in the fucking seat. <laughs> Curled up, like, he's like, oh no, that shit didn't happen like that at all. Yes, it, it didn't. No, yes, it no, did. no. What happened was so you're missing a you're missing a large context portion of that story. So <laughs> when we went we went to Red Rocks, um, we had the day before we had some edibles that were from a dispensary, and they were the uh, Sour Patch Kids. So oh, yeah. I had like three or four Sour Patch Kids in the course of an hour and didn't feel anything. So we went to Red Rocks his, the day before his friend had went in to get the dispensary, got that chocolate bar, and the one stipulation I said, it cannot have coffee in it because I cannot stand the taste of coffee. So I don't remember that part. He got the bar, and it had coffee in it anyway, but this stuff was like every like square was, I think it was like 50 milligrams, something like that. It was a ridiculous amount. Holy shit. The whole bar was 350 milligrams. Yeah. Like- <laughs> so I ate... I ate like half the candy bar. <laughs> so I ate like half the candy bar. And then I had, what was it? Two, I had like the last one or two uh, Sour Patch Kids after we waited like 20 minutes and I wasn't feeling anything. And we didn't go to the amphitheater, but I wasn't lagging behind. It was a point in time where like we got to a portion of the Red Rocks where they had like, I don't know what sort of creature was in the Red Rock and like sticking out. You could just see the fossils there. And I kind of like just stopped and brother turned to me. He looked at me and he's like, it wasn't good. No, we walked, we walked around and he looked at me and he's, he's like, how you feeling? I'm like, I think I'm really, really, really high right now. 
destroyed. He's like, are you doing all right? I was like, I need to go back to the car now. <laughs> like, I don't want to say the fossils are fucking moving, but the fossils are fucking moving. <laughs> so I get back in the car and I'm sitting there. I was like, man, I really want some Chinese food or pizza or something yep. along those lines. And the entire ride back, I am just trying to stay like, quiet and not freak out because i feel myself <laughs> internally flipping out and i'm like i don't want to start freaking out so my brother's like are you doing okay back there and i'm like do you want to talk <laughs> no <laughs> so we get we get back and we're sitting there and i'm like i'm like can we get some pizza and he's like yeah you already asked that question and we already said yes and we already ordered the pizza and i'm like okay and then i just went to the bathroom and i started hurling oh bad you got greened out hard well, no, it was really bad because every time I like would pick my teeth, I had like a coffee grain hit my tongue and I was like, this is disgusting. So then like I vomited because it's, it's so gross. I vomited and then I tasted coffee. So then I vomited again and then I tasted coffee and I vomited again. And then I crashed for like five hours or something. I can't remember how long I was out. I went to sleep. Yeah. It, like he fell asleep before the pizza ever got there. He didn't. Yeah, it, did. <laughs> it was just like he was done. And I've never seen... Like I never, you can't really overdose on weed anyway. Nah, you fall asleep pretty much. Right, but like, if anybody ever had like a almost an adverse reaction to weed, that was like the closest I've ever seen. <laughs> Wasn't Fucking any... socks him like a wall of bricks, man. Just bow. I think that if uh, if there hadn't been any coffee flavoring in that candy bar, or any coffee grains, I think I would have been fine. Uh, that it was disgusting. Like the, I especially agree with that vicious cycle that you were saying. I agree there. Like that, that bar was gross. It was so it's full disclosure. Like tiramisu, I had a piece of tiramisu before, and like I was gagging after tiramisu because I really do not like the taste of coffee that much. I hate it. It's disgusting. No, oh, you were gagging for other reasons. Well, I had to pay for the candy bar one way, dude. <laughs> I myself am drinking some Kirk and Sweeney since I completely forgot about me. And you can't forget about the host. You can't forget about me. So that Kirk and Sweeney, I had uh, I had about a half a bottle left over. Well, full disclosure, I actually was pre-gaining prior. My uh, my boss's boss actually asked me if I wanted to go join them to go drink some booze. So I said, yeah, of course I want to join you to go drink some booze. Why would I not want to join you to drink some booze? So I was at a bar drinking some Guinness before I got home. And then, of course, nice. I had to rush home because I had to get home before I was too drunk to drive. Uh, and then I started drinking. Well, no, that's, that's a valid. That's a valid thing, man. I wanted to get yep. home before I was too drunk to be behind the wheel, so I had to. I had to drive fast and get here. Well, Guinness isn't strong. It makes it sound like you drank enough to be too drunk to drive, and then you were trying to beat your digestive tract. <laughs> exactly. That's that's exactly correct. I was trying to beat my my whole digestive system from filtering. That's that not how you body. DUI. Oh my god. But anyways, I got home before I was too drunk to drive, and uh, I had about half a bottle of that Kirk and Sweeney left, so I just poured that. I've got this, uh, I've got this fun-looking uh, 32-ounce Pepsi glass that I stole from a restaurant in New York somewhere, um, and I just filled it up with some rum, and then I had some other rum laying around, so I filled it up with some more rum. So this is Kirk and Sweeney with some Ryan Nephews overproof rum in it. And uh, I gotta say, it actually mixes well. I I, I didn't think uh, I didn't think it would mix well with other rum, but it mixes quite well with other rum. So uh, it's a little strong. Yeah, it sounds like. <laughs> uh, it's got a bit of a kick. 
but uh, it still has all that Kirk and Sweeney flavor to it. It's got that uh, that nice. Uh, there's like a little bit of clove, a little bit of vanilla right there. It's very, very nice. Now, I don't recommend drinking an entire 32-ounce glass of rum ever in your life. So oh, don't course. do that. But, I've been uh, there. But hey, if you're, you know, if you're, if you've already got the night going well and you just want to maintain, this is a great way to maintain. Fantastic way to maintain. <laughs> I once puked <laughs> in a urinal. <laughs> I have never been that drunk. Really? I've never vomited because of being drunk. Challenge accepted. You have never been to Singapore, so. <laughs> this is this is accurate, but I have done a lot of other things and a lot of other places, just not Singapore. I did, yeah, I did. But I, I behaved my, behave myself there. But you're missing, uh, there, was a, there was a really good story uh, of me being in Colorado, and the, it was, uh, who's, who was your friend? I can't remember his name for the life of me. He called me El Diablo. Are we talking about Diablo? No, no. Yeah, your friend. You had a, we had a friend come over. He's the one who got me the candy bar. Oh, well, I, it might have been my. Oh no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't your roommate. It wasn't. It wasn't Potato Head Junior. <laughs> Fuck, I, I really haven't tried. I don't remember. We were we were sitting there and we were smoking a bowl and we got we got the one that was named after Godzilla. Ding. Marijuana affects the memory. Then we got the Diablo. <laughs> And after thing, it was after like the third bowl. He was like macroed into the couch or whatever chair he was sitting in. He couldn't move, and I was the only one out of the three of us that was actually like actively walking around and moving. <laughs> I think, um, I think it was Jason. Yeah, could, yeah, could, yeah, 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 yeah. Not he last was name Voorhees, like, was it? No, no. But he was like sitting there, like leaning. He's like leaning back in his like chair, like the force of gravity is just pushing him back down. <laughs> Because I want to point out, if I ever actually got high and Jason Voorhees was there, I wouldn't know what to fuck do. Like, I would I would probably pass him the bowl. You wouldn't know what to do now. I was just going to say, you pass that blunt. Yep. That's exactly what I'd do. Then you hope the fuck he hits it. <laughs> <laughs> I think he would take it. I think he would just cut his hand off and then accept it. And then just throw your hand back at you. Yeah, just take just take the hand with the with the roach clip in it and just pull it up to his mask and just take a good old hit. Then hand me my hand back and I'd be like, thanks. Good on you. <laughs> well, do we have Zyberblood here? Is he here? Can he hear us? I don't know. The, the guy's got a Walmart connection tonight, apparently. All right, we're going to say he's not here. Yeah, he, his connection is still tanked. So we're going to say Zyberblood is not here tonight. So... I DDoSed him. We're going to skip on to the next segment of State of Games. State of Games, if you don't know what it is, State of Games is where we talk about what we've played for the last week, or we just pontificate about how we feel games are today. And boy, do I got something to go into here. Oh, I hope so. But, Chaz, you're the new guy. Tell us your State of Games, man. I've been playing the fuck out of Dragon Quest and Destiny. That's about it. All right, tell me about Dragon Quest because I grew up with Dragon Quest on NES. So you got to tell me. Yes, about it. it is just like that, except for 3D with a few like nicer mechanics and a lot of they've streamlined all the annoying shit that used to be in Dragon Quest. It's awesome. just it's beautiful. It's got amazing cutscenes, and if you like Dragon Quest and you like to grind, it's like perfect. Like they improve uh, they improve the auto battle system so much so that like because there's so many fights you know it can get monotonous it, it just takes away all of the normal monotony out of grinding it's just simple and awesome God it reminds me of Suicoden 3 
they really mastered the auto battle in that. That just made it so easy, and you could just play it while you know doing whatever schoolwork, banging yeah. the old lady, whatever. I've always heard good things about that series, but I've never actually played any of them. Oh, you got to check out Sui Kodan. So much fun. So much fun. What about you, Article? What's your state of games there, guy? I've just put a cracker in my mouth, damn it. <laughs> that's not a cracker. That's someone's dick. Guy's got a crunchy dick. But when you don't wash it. Uh, so, <laughs> oh, man. That leaves a bad taste in my mouth. <laughs> Yeah, more ways than one. Have you guys heard about this game called Below? I've read about it, but I haven't played it. Sounds familiar. All right, so it's supposed to be this like uh, like random dungeon generated kind of uh, roguelike. Yeah, it's kind of a Metroidvania style, isn't it? Um, yeah, if Metroid oh. were like top down, sure. Oh, okay. I mean, essentially, yeah, but. So I got that. I was kind of excited for that because it falls in the same line of games as like um, if you've ever played uh, The Binding of Isaac or that kind of stuff where it's like a, the game is really centered around the loot you get. Um, so I tried that and holy crap, I couldn't I couldn't do it. The Like the walk speed in the game is so horribly slow. I got to like the first dungeon and I was like, I'm done. I can't I can't explore anything at this speed. <laughs> <laughs> um so that was a disappointment, unfortunately. Uh other than that, I've just been playing kind of the same old stuff. Uh and not not a whole lot this week. I didn't really play too much this week. But yeah. It's pretty much what's been going on. Nice, nice. What about you, Shinzu? What's your state of games there, guy? Uh, unfortunately, I haven't really played too many games this week. Uh, of course, on Wednesday, every Wednesday at 8 o'clock, you and I stream Dead Space 3 until we beat it. Yeah, we fucking do. Um, I played a couple rounds of PUBG like the day before yesterday and sucked horribly bad. Uh, but I am really looking forward to playing the Resident Evil 2 demo that they've released today. I'm just kind of oh, nice. saddened by the fact that you can only play for 30 minutes and then it cuts you off. Daddy needs his crack, man. Oh, we're going to find ways around that. You know people will. What about you, Chaz? What is your state of games there, guy? I already answered. <laughs> Dragon Quest. Fuck me. I've been drinking too much tonight. <laughs> I got to stop drinking. Hi, I'm my name is Cecil, smoking. and I am an alcoholic. Just keep going around the room. All right, Article, what you? What do you think? Yeah, yeah what do you, what, what's your state of games there? <laughs> well, my, You're only an alcoholic if you give up. No, my state of games is nothing will ever compare to when I was like, 12 years old, you know, and, like, Super Nintendo was the shit or whatever. That's my state of games. Oh, yeah, man. Dude, like, that's one of the things I miss is the old school, like, games had... You either had just really stupid fun mechanics or you had a fucking story that blew your mind. Like, that's what I fucking Or miss. games made you want to kill your brothers. We played River City Ransom, and we that almost... That game is still so fucking good. We River almost City Ransom is amazing. That that game is timeless. Timeless. Everybody loves it. I Like, if I get, like, an emulator and shit, I will play that with friends to this day. That is such a good game. I mean, don't they have it for the Switch? That, they had it available for the Switch, or it's going to be available. I don't have a Switch, so... Oh, well. Sucks to be you. <laughs> I mean, 
Yeah, but nothing's fucking better than like everybody hanging out. We're playing some Mortal Kombat on the Super Nintendo, and I'm kicking the shit out of Scott Thompson with my toes. <laughs> Dude, I'll tell you, man. There's one game that my brother was like absolutely in love with when we were growing up, and he'll he'll cringe when I say the Four Swords. Oh yeah, I remember that game. No, I don't cringe anymore. I'm just dead inside because of it. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker, man. Oh. Did you guys ever see like the Legend of the Four Swords or whatever? Way back, it was like the Legend of Zelda. Yeah, it was the GameCube one, right? Right, but there was an added element to it. You could play on the Game Boy Advance mm-hmm. as well. And one of the cra- like one of the coolest features of this was you play by connecting like your game and Game Boy to the GameCube, and it all like interacts with one another. So if you beat the Four Swords, you get like cool items in your actual game. Oh, cool! So pretty cool mechanic. But this cocksucker. Oh, oh! So he's fucking ruthless at this at this game. Every chance he saw, where he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna get that item because I'm gonna be able to fuck him over with it." <laughs> he would go do that, and it would be like, "What else?" Like we get to like the end of the match and be like, "All right, let's fairly split the treasure since it, every stage requires teamwork to get through." Mm-hmm. So I would like get to the treasure chest or whatever, and I would always wait for him to show up so we could split it evenly. But did he do that when it was his turn? Fuck no. No. As soon as he get in there, he just loot everything and leave me the garbage. And so, like, by the end of this game, he gets all the cool fucking weapons, including, like, the, the ultimate master sword in this little Game Boy game, right? And leaves me fucking high and dry. And then I was like, I was like, come on, let's play again so that I can get the, that item. He'd be like, nah, I don't feel like it. Like, oh, fuck you. Fuck you for that. You know, the worst part is, is, is as much as you'll say, like, ah, fuck you, fuck you, because D played with us, too, but he was just, he was, like, bad. Like, I felt bad stomping D in that game, because it was like, uh, <laughs> if PUBG was, like, you play with your teammates at the very end, they were like, all right, only one of you can survive, and you have to then kill your teammates. That's what the game was. Four Swords was, you played as a team, and then you verse each other. And I right. always won, because I was sneaky about it. And he always, it was, really he, fun, he, though. It was-, it, it was like, it was like he knew it was coming, but he still fell for it every single time. <laughs> I was of the opinion that kindness could, could change him, you know? He's like, I don't, want, I don't want to view you like I view my older, the eldest brother. I want to trust this one. Well, you were wrong, weren't you? <laughs> and he couldn't. Yeah, I was, I was foolish and naive to think that his heart had not yet been twisted black. <laughs> Oh Christ! There was a there was a lot so of games. I never got there. to use that the master sword next. No, game. you didn't. This, this fucking dickhead. Uh, I still don't know what it's like. Actually, you know, true, funny story is I when I was home for over the holidays, I actually loaded up that game and I still had it on my character. Oh, nice! And I was just spinning around going wee. <laughs> You should have fucking sent me a, like a video clip of it. I was, I was gonna send you a. I was gonna take a picture with my uh, with my camera and then and then send it to you. Just just send it and be like, here you go. You'd be like, what was that? Oh, motherfucker! Yeah, you'd feel the lightning bolt like strike down on you from that far away. Yeah, yeah. But Verizon would be like, we didn't see a data spike, but we saw a lot of hate coming over your network. I don't know what's going on here. It's always been the best of, of the three of us at scheming. <laughs> scheming? <laughs> yeah. That's just, that's just one good trait 
I was, I was, I was smarter. smarter actually. Actually. And, and it's... <laughs> so anyway, so my, my state of games, actually, uh, I've been playing a bunch this week because I passed my last class, so I'm done with the semester. Fuck right. Um, fucking A right, eh? So I'm done with the semester. I, I was I, I've done like a bunch of weeks early. So I've been uh, I've been taking the rest of the week off, just chilling out, playing some games. So I played a shit ton this week. I played yes. a bunch of Destiny. Uh, I've actually started leveling up in that finally. Destiny two, I should say, not Destiny. Destiny fucking one. I'm I've done everything you possibly can. Uh, I've been playing some Elite Dangerous, and that game, like once you actually get the hang of it, is so much fucking fun. I I actually want to build a goddamn cockpit just to play that damn game, which we're going to get into a little later. Uh, I've been playing a bunch of mobile stuff, you know, um, uh, Marvel, Strike Force, and shit like that. Um, And I kicked into some Graveyard Keeper again, and that game is so silly fun. I I want to play it. I think it's available for Xbox. I want to play it. Dude, it is like Stardew Valley, but you carve up human beings and you take out their guts and you eat them. It's great. You make, like, canteens. Dude, it's it's an amazing fucking game. It's so simple, but it's so great. I'm going to look it up right now, see if it's on. One thing I wanted to mention about games this time around is uh, you guys probably have seen the news about Activision and Bungie splitting out, right? Yeah, yeah. I actually commented on that earlier because it was like, Bungie wins rights to Destiny in in split with Activision. And I automatically was like, yeah, Activision probably let that shit go. Easy decision for them. Well, funny thing is, if you if you read through the contract, all the intellectual property shit goes to Bungie, goes to the licensor. As I'm holding up my uh, my quote fingers, Mm. Um, so really there was nothing. There was nothing really Bungie had to do all that much there. They were entitled to the intellectual property of it, and they had an escape clause written into it that after eight years, which is now, was like that was already written in from the yeah. Yeah, they still have to stick to the original contracted uh, script for Destiny 2, but after Destiny 2, they can do whatever they want. But I can still say without a doubt in my mind that Destiny 3 is still going to blow. Well, actually, no. In the contract, they're supposed to be with Activision for Destiny 3, which is supposed to be released 2019. Yep. So there's actually, that's written into the contract, and it says Destiny Game 3, and it specifies the dates for it. That's a shame. I I have not I gotta admit, man, I have not been a fan of the Destiny games, not at all. And you know what? That's completely cool because what like Destiny is what I found is you either love it or you hate it. There's no middle ground with it. Right. It's not that I it's not that I hate it. It's that like I really want to like it, but I just don't see the reason. Like, I'm with my I'm with my brother on this and say like I really want to love Destiny, but I can't find a reason to. See, I see, beat the game in the first three hours I owned it, and I endgamed it in less than a week. And I'm like, "There's nothing here." And no, you like didn't. You didn't endgame the whole time. thing. You, you, Destiny one, absolutely, yeah. You, you you completed the raid in a week. Yes. Bullshit. Well, no, when the when the raid came out, I had a group, and by week two, it was done. Yeah, I'm I'm hard mode or regular mode. Oh, just regular mode, not hard mode. I didn't really I didn't really feel the need to do hard mode because I didn't really enjoy normal mode. Okay, well then, I think I did go back and do it. Yeah, anyway, I, I want to kind of bitch about that, like the the hard mode and the you know, I hate games that when they invent like hard modes. Really, the only thing that changes is that the enemies become stronger and their shots do more damage. 
No, I I agree with you completely. I hate games that do that. And like the Taken King, hard yeah. mode was exactly that. Hard mode was everything just became bullet sponges. But like Atheon, Atheon actually added some very cool mechanics on hard mode. And yeah, so that, yeah, that I can respect. That I can like. That's like playing Halo and like normal versus playing Halo on legendary. Like See, yes, was... they become more bullet sponges, but their AI is crazy harder to beat. See, there's nothing worse than playing one of those games and accidentally triggering hard mode, especially when you're not ready for ready for it. Oh, you mean like Terraria, where your friends join in with yeah. you and then they they destroy the wall of flesh and all of a sudden everything's yep. hard. Yeah, there was that one. I think I can't remember which which one it was, but we were playing through one, and it was like our first playthrough. We were decked to hell, and we played the game, and all of a sudden everything just got so incredibly difficult. It was because we kept popping hard mode every time we played the game. We had to actually slow our DPS down a bit so we didn't pop the hard mode. Well, the rest, uh, the only other thing that I've been playing, as you've already heard, I've been playing Dead Space Three with Shinzu on Wednesday nights, and I am I am really looking forward to getting to the end of Dead Space Three because, man, this has been a wild ride. <laughs> Dude, we were both screaming last week. Yeah, you screamed <laughs> we like a little girl. It, yeah. You I did. did. I didn't scream like a little girl. It was more like a teenage girl. You fucking did, dude. I heard you hit an octave two octaves higher than where you are normally. All right, look, look. He came from behind. He pushed it in. It wasn't welcome. It was not consensual. <laughs> and then he killed me. So it wasn't even like a thank you. Here's some change for cab fare. He just straight up murdered me. Yeah, that was that. That was a murking. Totally. It was. It was really, really bad too. I just like the one scene where we're climbing down the ice sculpture, and you're like all the way at the very bottom, and I'm just killing all the enemies on the way no, down. No, you're it's not. A, I think no, I'm you're killing, not them. killing no, them. No, I thought I was killing no, them, and they're just landing on top of you. <laughs> so I get time I get down there, he's on the ground with like a thousand things just around him, just like clawing his eyes. I'm out. down there, and it's like, it, like you know that song, "Raining Men." Like it's oh, yeah. that only it's raining necromorphs. I'm sitting there, all of a sudden one drops in front of me. I'm like, well, wow, that's really odd. Let me launch this at you. Bam, wreck it. Then next thing I know, there's like four more, and I'm like, shit, I need to reload. Then they're on top of me, and then it's unconsensual. It's like, oh shit, what do I do now? I'm trying to spam the button to get my med packs. That's not working. I finally get one off of me, and I start ripping its head off, and then three more drop down on top of me, and I'm like, what are you doing up there? And he's like, I'm just shooting these things. I'm like, well, fucking kill him. <laughs> the really worst part was like it wasn't like I was like intentionally knocking them off. If you shot them even once and you hit them in an area that would be considered like you know you knock an arm or something like that, they would just immediately fall. So every time I like just shotgun, shotgun, they would just fall, and they were just falling nonstop because they they <laughs> continuously kept coming out when I'm up there, and they just kept falling on his head. Yeah, and I'm down there at the bottom because I did what I normally do in video games, which is I beeline towards wherever I got to get. Then I turn around and I wreck face. Well, I beeline down this friggin' thing on a zip line. I turn around and I'm like, oh, cool, there's nothing down here. So I start walking around looking for stuff to collect. And next thing I know, I hear this from behind me. I'm like, what the fuck is that? I turn around, there's a dude. I'm like, oh, shit, bam. Well, that was really odd. Where did that guy come from? There's nothing down here. Then the fucking things just start raining down like freaking toads in a fucking apocalypse. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Pretty much just like those slapstick comedies where you see one guy on the ground, the other guy's in the tree with the hornet's nest. He's just slowly cutting it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. This motherfucker like, like, like square on his fucking head and he's running around screaming. He's like, get down here, I need help. And I'm like, I'm coming. But then I look and I see the mess and I was like, I don't want to go down there. Like, I really don't want to deal with this shit. And then I died. 
uh, these are these are new pants. Like these are Gucci. Ah, and you're you're dead anyway. So what does it matter? Yeah, fuck Gucci. You're just like I'm. Just gonna watch this happen. I want to see how this plays out. We're good here, dude. Sometimes when you see a beautiful gangbang, you just got to step back and watch. Yep. Schemer. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I was like, shit, I can post this stuff to Xtube and it's going to get tons of views. No, I'm going to elaborate. Well, we actually have a topic for tonight. Like, this, there was actually a plan here. So, the topic for tonight is, what is your dream gaming rig? Now, let me specify here so that you're not like, oh, shit, I got nothing to say. Like, your dream gaming rig doesn't have to be down to the, oh, I've got this memory in here at this megahertz, and and this is what I've got it tuned to. No, I don't give a shit about that. You don't have to be that crazy. Just what is your dream gaming setup? It could be a friggin' Nintendo with a light gun if that's what you feel (laughs) is the best thing out there. But what is your dream setup? That's where we're going with this. Let's go around the room and let's hear what everybody's got to say. So, article, you said it's easy. So, let's hear what you got. What's your dream setup, man? Augmented reality. Well, nice. Stuff like the HoloLens. Like, if they can actually get that crap off the ground and going, oh my God. Are you kidding me? It would be amazing. Absolutely yeah. But how crazy would that be if you had augmented reality? You put the glasses on, all of a sudden you see like the chick from friggin' Fear over next to you. You see <laughs> Alma right there. I mean, it really depends. Are we are we talking like this is like Alma as in she's going to kill you or Alma as in you're doing some Rule 34? No, this is Alma as in you need Depends, like you need that as an underwear brand. Well, also keep in mind anyway that she does rape you in the game anyway. So, I mean, it's kind of a... Well, I mean, it's going a little far with it, but I just, I just mean in, in the, in, not even in the gaming sense, but like it, if we could have legitimate augmented reality, um, I mean, that would change everything. We, yeah. we, we would not, no, like there would be no, well, I mean, there would still be primarily probably for uh, coding and, and whatnot, but it would essentially become the new computer, like Nobody's going to want to go back from that. Dude, have you watched Black Mirror? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, you know the episode I'm talking about, right? Yep. yep. Where he's in the fucking house and those things, like everything. I haven't seen it yet. That, like that right there. When you say augmented reality, that's what I think of right there. And I just go, fuck you. No way. That shit's going to mess me up. If if I could go through some kind of an experience like that, and but at the end of it, it's like, oh, surprise. It was just a game. I'd be like. Hold again. <laughs> Replay. So, what is the holdup for the Hollow Hollow Lens anyway? Well, I mean, they they sell it like it, it's available for purchase, but yeah. it's it's still very like it's developer kits only though. It doesn't have the most processing power right now, from what I understand either. Well, no, because they're trying to make it run on a battery yeah. too. So it's like they're trying to do a lot with it, which they might be kind of biting off more than they can, they can really chew. But, um. I mean, if they if they get it, if they crack some, so it, even if, the thing about it is like it doesn't have to work right now, but they're laying the friggin' ground work for it in the future. So so whatever that augmented reality becomes, like we're staring at the 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 baby products right now. So even if we're we look at them and we can kind of like shrug our shoulders and be like, eh, it's just not really that great yet. It's like yeah, that's the same way people reacted when they saw the Atari. Mm-hmm. You know, like 
the the change is it, I expect it probably to be quicker than than you know from Atari to to Xbox One or whatever. But it, it, I I can't we can't even imagine the kind of shit that we're going to be able to do that we haven't even thought about that kind of an atmosphere for d- developing shit yet. Not in, not in any real sense. We're we're still working on that stuff. So I mean, it's going to change the world in terms of education, like. Imagine how amazing it would be to go through an engineering program, being able to see everything play out in front of you in three dimensions. Yeah. They, like that's incredible. They actually, uh, the Hololens just got a military contract from the look of it too. Oh, nice! Four hundred and eighty million dollars. Yeah. The technology is incredible. It's it's even the the limited stuff that it does do right now is fucking nuts. It's cool as shit. And so, like, yeah, I I can't wait for that. I think it's going to be incredible. And honestly, I'm just kind of. A little upset it's not here already. <laughs> hey, it'll be here soon enough. True. What about you, Chas? What's your what's your dream what's your dream rig? What's your dream setup? Um I go more along the lines of I just want one box that can stream everything. No required to like download, like sort of like that experiment they did with the uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey that Google was running. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. like, shit like that. Just, like, one simple machine that doesn't need to have the guts, because the guts are elsewhere. Just has the right infrastructure where you can just... Anything you wanted to try, you could just start streaming. Yeah, that would be... That would be... Actually, I could see that being functional. Oh, j- just as much fun. Yeah, well, Japan has actually got a few other games, including Assassin's Creed Odyssey, that are running on that kind of service. Because they have the infrastructure to support it. Yeah, but Japan also had that PSP Go thing, which was supposed did, to take yeah. off. And ironically, it just turned into what the PS Vita is, because you can't fucking find a PS Vita physical game anywhere. You oh, just no. get all your shit <laughs> off of PS Plus. Yeah, I don't think I bought a Vita game in, like, two years, but I still get them every month. Yeah. yeah. Well, next month is the last month you can get them. After that, they are... Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah, they're no longer free. They're They're stopping that whole thing. That's all right. I sold my Vita a long time ago. <laughs> oh, dude, I still use my Vita, man. Like, I seriously, I'll connect to my PS4. I'll sit there in bed and like just finish out a, a round of Diablo or, or jump a couple, couple uh, sectors in Elite Dangerous or some shit. Man, I used to fucking play Destiny One raids off of that. I would like sit in the front room while the family is watching TV, and I'd nice. fucking fire up the raid, and I'd be like, I wonder if I can complete a raid from the Vita. And I'd friggin' rock the hell out of it. And I'd be like, yeah, I think I need to stop playing this game. I'm playing a little too much now. <laughs> yeah. I never did it for raids, but I used to patrol a lot while hanging out with people. Yeah. Yeah, just, it's just such a functional device. What about you, Shenzu? What's your uh, what's your dream setup, man? Like, dream rig? I honestly... I, I go back and forth on this because, like, I, I like to keep... My dreams are generally within a specified range, like, affordable, obtainable. Like, I know everyone has dreams of grandeurs becoming president one day, things like that. No, no, man. Fucking money is not an issue. What is your dream goddamn rig? I don't dream like that, though. I don't be like, man, I'd love to have, like, three 20, uh, 2080 TIs and... I just want to, what I really want to do is... You're not Bitcoin mining over there, man. You're playing some games. I know. But what I'm going to be doing is just, I want to have three monitors that have been mounted, and I want to have my computer be inside the computer desk, like have a glass top, have like two GTX 1080s, TIs running, and they all look cool, and all have it spaced out. And then I want to have it on the wall, uh, cable management, so that it kind of looks like a circuit board. 
on the wall. As oh, well. I've seen those. Those look awesome. Yeah, they're really good. I want to kind of do it in a different way a little bit, and then I want to incorporate. Uh, you guys are you guys familiar with uh, Nanotech's Canvas, by any chance? No. Nope. No. So what Nanotech has done is they've created these squares, and I'll share a link. I'm going to look it up real quick right now. And what you can do is you have these um, small like squares that you put on the wall and you can inter- you can interchange them you can kind of move them around a little bit yeah they light up right yes yes i know exactly what you're talking about so i'm going to kind of incorporate those into the design um and of course touching them is um uh what do you want to call it uh copy link address there so there we go go ahead and send it that way i don't know that's probably going to be a terrible picture right it works it works so um I want to incorporate that into this into the circuitry design to kind of give it a little depth and a little feel to it, but I want to have that be an option for me. That would look hot. Yeah, I think so. I love that ambient lighting shit that they've been coming out with, especially like the Philips Hue, where they're they're making the the lights actually merge in with the televisions and shit like that. Yeah, it's a fantastic idea. I just think the Philips Hues are a little um, overpriced for what they are. Oh, I really yeah. like the nanotechs because they're so they're these ones are interactive. Like I like the triangular ones, but even the triangular ones have like a rhythm beat to them. So if you put on music or if you make noises, the lights will come to life as it were. Oh, cool. And it makes it kinda like the room seem a little bit more vibrant. And they also have like a dual purpose where if you need a particular area where you need additional light, they are low profile. They have a cord that's very thin. So you can put it in the middle of a ceiling and run that cord, which you can get really long cords for them down the wall. And then boom, you have led lights above your head, which are surprisingly bright and can be used for a variety of different things. Actually, I've seen a lot of people use them for, uh, for when they're streaming to give a lot of light from surrounding lights because they can put them in so many quick and easy places and it lights up the room very well. Hmm. Actually, uh, share one more example because this example is like kind of, I saw this and I was like, you know, that can't really, that can't really be done. And then I took a look closer look at it and I'm like, actually, yeah, it's very plausible to have that done. It actually comes, it comes out looking, looking fun, looking fine. Oh yeah, man. But yeah, that's, 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 that's awesome. Yeah, they're very sleek. And on the, on the left-hand side, you can see their, their older generation. The, the triangles are their other previous, uh, the predecessor to this oh, one. Really? I kind of like the triangles more. Yeah, <clears throat> I, I, I want the triangles, but for a different thing. Like, I want to do both, but I think the for what I want to do for the wall behind my computer, the triangles aren't going to work because I'll be doing some cable management that involve really, like, 90-degree turns and things. So I need to have something that's going to fit within that. Yeah. And everybody knows triangles can't have 90-degree angles or anything. <laughs> no, except for, like, what, those fucking isosceles triangles or shit like that. What the fuck is it? I'm not a mathematician. He was being a smartass. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a drunk. Well, my rig is a little bit less elaborate, but, uh, but, but very functional. I am a super, like, you wouldn't know it. But I'm a super, like, flight simulator, car simulator guy. I friggin', I love those games. Like, Gran Turismo back in the day, that was my bread and butter. I fucking love that game. Have you ever played any of the, um, what the hell is the Xbox? Or... Forenses? Yeah, yeah, Forza Motorsports. I, I actually have played the Forenses, and I like them, but they still feel a little arcadey to me. That's right, um, I've never played any of them, so... 
No, they're great, great games, but they they still feel they still have that touch of arcade to me. It's kind of like, uh, j- just like Need for Speeds. Like even the ones that really tried to go farther towards the simulation style, they still felt really arcadey. And uh, you know, I I I'm I'm just I'm a Gran Turismo like fan. I really am. And it's it's probably made me bias, and I'm okay with that, and I'm okay with people calling me out on it. Because they really are. They're just great games. Uh, I was going to say, I've always seen the... I've never played any of the Gran Turismo's, but I've always seen like the reviews, and they've always been glowing. So, Well, the thing I love about them is, is that they've got something for anybody who's a car buff. So if you like racing, they've got the racing part of it. So you can race. If you like tuning... They've got tuning coming out of the goddamn asshole. Yeah, like, you can even like change your suspension and everything by like fractions of an inch. You can change your suspension, you can change your camber, you can change your True of Forza as well. Well, you can get right down to the nitty gritty of almost, of changing your air to fuel ratio, to changing your gear ratio. I mean it's it's nuts the amount of customability that you can do. And there's a, there's a great uh, documentary out on, I think it's Hulu, where they go into how they design the games and whatnot, and they actually send technicians out to these racetracks, and they photograph and they analyze and they catalog every little bit of these tracks, every crack, every crevice, every angle, everything. I mean... They go into this so friggin' deep. It's it's astounding the level of detail that they write this shit down to, and I give them super props because I can. I've never raced on any of these tracks, but I feel fully confident that after playing their game, I would know what these tracks felt like. Like that. That's how. That's how detailed these things are. Yeah, if you're like a Mario, car Mario Kart, right? Over. Yeah. Mario Kart and crack. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a car buff, Cecil, have you ever seen? Um, it's not really what it used to be, but uh, Top Gear. Oh God, yeah, yeah. I've seen okay, Top so Gear. I've seen, I've seen the American or the uh, not the American, but the uh, the version they did after one. So they did Top Gear, okay. and then the guys like the one guy got kicked off, and then they made the the newer version. I forgot the fuck it is, but uh, yeah. But um, they did a entire episode where they went to the Nuremberg Ring and they played Gran Turismo to train for taking on the Nuremberg Ring, which was pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's the, the level of detail that they give in these games are amazing. That's why I love these simulation games, as well as the flight simulator games. As far back as like Microsoft Flight Simulator, there is some great length of detail. It's it, I attribute it back to. Like, they don't make it like they used to because they just don't make, they don't put that type of passion into games. Now, I'm not saying that people aren't passionate about games, and I'm not saying developers aren't passionate about games. Don't, 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 don't think I'm saying that. But the people who made, like, Flight Simulator, they were really fucking passionate about planes. <laughs> like, like yeah. their level of passion, it was fucking Spinal Tap. It goes to 11. Hmm. I mean, it's just the, the, the level of detail that they put into these games. And as they keep going and the, the technology gets better and they put more detail into them. That's why my like my full on dream rig would be almost a full on replica of a cockpit, because that's what I would 
that's what I would want to be in. That that's what I would want to immerse myself in. And whether it has VR or not, I'm not a hundred. You know, I'm I'm kind of on the fence about that. I really like the concept of VR, especially when it comes to games like Elite Dangerous. Because man, Elite Dangerous, I think, was just built for VR. I yeah, I agree. I agree completely with that. And I think yeah, the cockpits alone are, are insane. There's so much shit. Oh, it's amazing, and, and just the level of detail, and just just the way they have it set up. I just feel like it would be really incredible to play. So I'm really on the fence on if VR would be something I'd want to incorporate into it. But I could envision an old F4 Phantom cockpit, and like that being the rig, and the whole canopy being made out of monitors, so that literally everything I see out of it is is that. And this goes back to a quick story time with Cecil. This goes back to when I was a freaking kid uh, visiting my grandparents down in New York City. And my uncle would take me down to the harbor and they would have the 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 aircraft carrier. I think it was the Enterprise was there. They yeah, parked it. Yeah, they parked it there for fucking ever. And people could take tours of it. And one of the things that they had on it was they had a thing where you could shuffle through and they had a, they had actually had this, it was a gargantuan uh, flight simulator. I mean, it was, a, it was a video game, but it was gargantuan and it was what they used to train pilots on, with, what, what they would do on their off time to keep skills up and shit like that. And it was a, it was a replica of the old F4 Phantom inside. I mean, the, the, oh, cool. the control panel, everything, it was... But it, but the you know they had monitors and all that shit, but they were you know the graphics on it were terrible. Yeah, I mean it, it was it was nineteen ninety you know two or whatever the fuck it was, and they were bad. Yeah, but, not exactly astounding today either. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah, but but they were they were good enough to kind of give you a head you know kind of give you the the feel of basically what was in there. And man, I used to go down there and we would go to that to go to that ship, nobody was ever in those fucking things. And I always went in them. Like, as soon as we went down there, it's like, I'm going to that fucking flight simulator. I probably have more time clocked in that simulator than most of the pilots on that fucking ship because that's how much time <laughs> I spent in that damn simulator. Um, and I I could do some shit in that thing that was just amazing. I could, uh, I mean, if I closed my eyes right now and really thought about it, I could probably put my hands on all the controls that I needed to to take off. I mean that's how that's how much that's how much time I spent in that's how much fun I had in it. So my dream rig really would be like a full-on cockpit, just one that I climb in, close the fucking door. I've got a surround sound system in there so I can hear every little bit of what's going on, and I've got monitors in front of me. I've got controls coming out my ass end, kind of like a freaking Steel Battalion's controller. That was an awesome controller back in the day. Oh my god, dude! Article had that fucking controller. He had that nice. fucking game. He still has it. Did your glass stay intact, or did you actually smash it? <laughs> oh no, it stayed intact. Nice. It stayed intact. I actually saw it when I was there last. I know yeah. what you mean, though. There is the urge to, uh... but the thing about that is, I just always had the screen, that little cap, up. Okay. Yeah. Just taped it up or whatever, so that it wouldn't get in the way if I needed to eject really quick. Yeah. That way I wouldn't risk breaking it. Like, <laughs> I do remember being downstairs and then hearing him swear up and down a storm when he failed to eject on time and lost everything. Oh. It <laughs> happened so many fucking times. That game is hard, man. It's, it's like it's like the OG Dark Souls. It's just unforgiving. <laughs> it's all hell. Yeah. Dude, well, like, 
one of like like the fourth or fifth level, you're in like you're in a war essentially. There's like five of you in your vertical tanks, as they're dubbed, against literally a fucking army, and <laughs> and they have their own plenty, like dozens of their own vertical tanks. Now and keep every in mind, single too, one of theirs are just as dangerous as yours are. Yeah, because this game they didn't. Yeah, they didn't like enemies were as same. They were as strong as you were. They were just other players. Yeah. But they were computerized, so they're more far more accurate than he was. And their shithead, like the soldiers on the ground, would like lay traps and shit for you. And so, like <laughs> next thing you know, you'd be getting like half your fucking leg blown off by a fucking mine or something. You're like, ah, you know, it was that's a tough game, man. It is difficult. They were not fucking around with that. Fun <laughs> is fucked though. No, but that would be that would be my dream rig, and uh, and just because. When I get into a game, I I want to fucking immerse myself in it, and like that's that's me. Like when I play a video game, I shut out everything that's going on around me. I get into the game, and I am whatever character I'm playing, whatever I'm doing. I am that character, and that's what I love about those video games, those simulations. You really feel like you are there. You really are the, kind of like the only person to know that could literally the world could end, and you'd be kind of staring up from your controller, going what. Yeah, there'd be a fucking there'd be a, a dump truck driving through a nitroglycerin plant around me, and I'd be like, "Dude, could you fucking turn it down? I'm trying to clear this raid." <laughs> oh man, I do like. It's funny you say that though, because that's one of the things I think I miss most about video games is I don't really find too many of them all that immersive anymore. Yeah, exactly. Like there, there was you know. I think that one of the best examples I, I have of this is Mass Effect. I played through all three, of course, with the same save character, you know, yeah. like through and through. By the time I got done playing that game, um, my character Shepard, that what to me, that was Shepard. Every time I saw somebody else play that game and they had like their own character build with like their own, you know, design or whatever. I'd be like, that's not the real Shepard. Imposters. Like, like that's how attached I was to that fucking game. And, oh, that's the kind of stuff I miss that, man. Dude, okay. He did used to argue. He'd be like, my Shepard can beat up your Shepard. <laughs> all right, all right. Slight story time with Cecil. So I played, I, I didn't get to play Mass Effect 1 because I play. I was PS4, or I was, P, I was PlayStation side, so I didn't get a chance to play, play Mass Effect 1. But I played Mass Effect 2. Fucking love the game. Played through it, and I thought I made all the best choices you possibly could in that game. <laughs> so I went through, and I played through, and I'm like, man, all right, I feel good. I imported my character into the third game. I went through, and I got to the spot where you're talking to Legion. And you've got a choice oh, yeah. where you can either kill the, the fucking, what was it, the Gekt or whatever the hell it was, the robot race, or you could kill Talia's race, or whatever the fuck her name was. And you had a choice. You could kill one or the other. And I'm sitting there, and I literally, like, I'm sitting there with a controller in my hand going, I can't, I can't make this decision. This is not fucking right. If you had, uh, if oh, you had your, oh, hold on. your skills hold high on, Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So I'm fucking playing this game, and I'm like, there's no way this is going to happen. Like, I am not doing this. And this is the first time ever, ever in my fucking long life of playing video games that I put the controller down, and I said, you know what? There's got to be a way. I can't. I can't fucking do this. I'm not. I'm not doing this. And finding out that I fucked up, 
I turned it off. I went to Google and I Googled, is there a way to save both races? And I found out there was, but you had to make a specific decision back in Mass Effect 2 that that like it was an obscure decision that didn't seem like at the time it was going to make a fuck ton of difference but oh it did so i stopped playing i turned the game off i went back and i blitzkrieg mass effect 2 i played through the entirety of mass effect 2 made that decision played every other decision exactly the way i did it prior but that one decision which i went left instead of right i made the right choice got to it and then i played through the entirety of mass effect 3 again only to find out that that fucking spot i was at was like 20 minutes before the end of the goddamn game (laughs) and you got you got your rainbow ending there dude i swear to god i was ready to kill somebody i'm like you mean i was done with this game and i just went back and played the entire game before it and then this entire game again It's a good game though like it is so the first time i played through one two and three i only lost people when i actually had no choice like when you had to sacrifice one in the very beginning of the game that's the only time every other time all the decisions i made were perfect well that's the thing like when i got to legion and we had to make that decision i'm sitting there going like i was stuck in my head like i'm there's no way that legion has to die here and every way i went it's like oh i just committed genocide on this whole race i'm like no that is not the way this goes down that is not who i am i am not gonna fucking accept that i went back i played through the entire i played through like friggin' 20 30 hours of those friggin' games again just to get that ending because in my weird twisted drunk fucking head whatever way i play through a game the first time is the way that game ends oh yeah so, like, when I played Heavy Rain, and I went through as that fucking guy, and I got all the way to the end, and I walked out, and the cops blasted him dead, and the son's fucking left there <laughs> without a dad now, that's how that game ended. And no matter what way I played it after that, that's how that fucking game ended. Yeah. Do you remember that point in time where in Mass Effect, I think it was 3, you get the decision whether or not you're going to allow Krogans to be baby daddies again? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 The and you have to make the decision. And you're like, yeah, either, yeah, you can or yeah, you can't. But if you had your speech high enough, you could convince them to basically be like, yeah, I have to sterilize your race or I can't allow your race to, to breed because they're going to be buttholes again. <laughs> you basically have to convince the dude who you've basically been fighting alongside with for like two games that he's not allowed to have sex. You're like, no, yeah, can't do did, it. Wasn't it like yeah. uh, Morton or whatever his name was? Mordred. Uh, Mordred, yeah. yeah. He was uh, part, he was behind it. But it was, um, in particular, it was how they were getting the 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 species to be able to procreate by basically pumping them full of like shitloads of chemicals and fucking them up. Yeah, and so because it was such an evil thing that they were doing in order to getting get it, get rid of the the genophage or whatever, that's how you could convince Rex not to go fucking ballistic for destroying. Because yeah, he could die at that point, couldn't he? Like, yeah, that was one of the spots didn't I play you your, Yeah, if you didn't play your cards right and you chose to go against his wishes, you had to fight him and you have to kill him. Yeah. And then after you kill him, you then blow him up. But if you save him, <clears throat> you can actually convince um, Grunt, the doctor. The yeah, you can convince the doctor and Grunt. Uh, I think was his, yeah, I think that's what the yeah. his name was, Grunt, 
uh, that they can allow, they're allowed to breed, but selectively. So basically you release the females that were held captive by the scientists that actually had the ability to have children and you release them, but they're going to be very selective. And as the, the, what was that quip that she said at the very end as Grant was like, yeah, you're going to be with me. And she's like, fuck, you know, those are fun. And then she like winks, then she like winks at Shepard and you're like, oh, oh, (laughs) I actually borrowed an Xbox to play Mass Effect 1 and 2 because it came to PS3 like a year later or something like that. Oh, Mass Effect like, 1, yeah. Mass yeah. Effect 1 and 2 are like two of my favorite games. Like Mass Effect 1 was good. I loved everything except for that stupid fucking vehicle. My god, I hated that fucking vehicle. Yeah, that thing was Fuck awful. Thing. Yeah. I honestly wish they did a little bit more with the world explorations, like actually had quests and things like that. That'd be nice. Uh, but Mass Effect 2, like, destroyed my belief that game sequels were were never as good as the first. Yeah. Mass Effect 2 is fucking incredible. The best yeah. one best one in the series. Well, I like how they changed the ammo system and it made, like, it switched over to heat cells and all this and you had unlimited ammo. Like, it was much simpler. But so much more streamlined in a good way. Mass Effect 2 was probably my favorite out of all the Mass Effects. Yeah, easy. Definitely, there's that definitely. one. There's that one like scene where you're you're firing that fucking laser at the. Uh, uh, oh, the big thing! Holy shit! Oh yeah, it's so intense. Everyone knows the hardest decision in that game was who you're gonna bang. That was really everyone's decision about like what am I gonna. I do? was Liara all the way. Did anybody ever do the romance with with Garrett though? You could. No. It was when they first released. Though, so when they first released the game, that was actually not even an option. You can try, and you got really, really close, but then you couldn't do it. <coughs> really, really, yeah. When they first originally released the game, you couldn't do it, and then later on they released it so that you could do it because there was this whole issue with same-sex couples within video games. Still, whatever. Uh, well, it's not even same species. Who cares? Uh, the. Uh, there is video of it on YouTube. You should check it out. Sometime. It's fucking hilariously awkward. It's so good. It's fucking funny. It turns out that his tongue is his penis or something like that. But uh... <laughs> It's just like they, there's like some mission that he's on where he's like about to snipe somebody through the head. And like that's where you share your first kiss. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Oh, oh, my God. That'd be weird as hell. They're like, oh, I blew his brains out. Kiss me. I've got to Google that now. Quick, do me my karblakalak. <laughs> to check it out is pretty funny. Quick, before well, I lose my erection. I remember if you banged Tally, you like, she got all sick and shit, so she spent like no, no, multiple she missions with like a runny nose, didn't she? No, no, she she actually goes through the process of getting some injections by the doctor, oh, okay. Mordred, uh, that allows her to be out of suit, but the problem is that she doesn't know if being out of suit will kill her or not. She has no way of knowing until she does it. Yeah. So then you pretty much and I see like I went with Talia as well because like it was like I didn't like any of the other girls. It's like they're all kind of too much of a, a pain. Talia seems kind of nice a character. I actually like Miranda was pretty hot plight. or whatever her name was. Yeah, but I didn't do it based upon hotness. I did it based upon what I believe their personalities were. Was it actually? So I was like, I think Talia's personality was better. The the one that was in but that like, like Chuck show, right? Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, it was it was Ashley, but like Talia for afterwards, I had I had like some severe doubts on because she's in like a suit that's sealed, so all them flavors are stuck inside for years and years and oh, years that's and a years. Good point. She got kind of crispy. <laughs> oh, that could be a bad taste. That could be that could be like pulling apart a grilled cheese sandwich right there. There were some cheese curds. <laughs>
Did you? <clears throat> you didn't get to see her face though in the. No, I don't, I don't honestly so. like. I don't think they actually have art of her species like outside their mask, but I imagine they're going to be kind of like almost like the Zoras from like Zelda. They kind of have like almost like a fish esque because their world is underwater, isn't it? No, I can't remember because they. I'm, just... I'm pretty sure. Hang on, let's see what. Uh... They screwed their world up, didn't they? They did, but I, I thought that they were their world. Well, you go to their ships. Their ships aren't full of water. Um, you go to. The, the planet the Geth inhabit it, and they're robotic. So I don't think that the planet is underwater. I mean, I'm sure there's probably water on the planet, but I don't think it's an underwater one. All right, well, on that note, Shinzu, where can people find you at, man? People can follow me running the Discord uh, here at GNA Podcast. You can find me on Twitch and Twitter as Secret Solvent, on all one word, Secret Solvent, all one word where I will be streaming weekly on Wednesdays at 8 o'clock with Cecil here, and you can come listen to us scream like little bitches. Exactly like little bitches. About you, Article, where can people find you at? Um, right here. And then uh, my tag here is this is Article. I'm on Xbox Live as Outstanding CF2, but I, I'm not usually really on, so if you can catch me, catch me. <laughs> Catch me if you can. What about you, Chess? Where can people find you at? Ah, uh, just Twitter and PSN, pretty much. I mean, name's the same at all of them, but my Twitter is usually just drunken ramblings, though. So. That's what, nice. That's what Twitter's for. That and, and what, what was the uh, the other drug? Uh, meth? Am- ambient. <laughs> oh, ambient. yeah, that too. Forgot well, about that. Well, I'm Cecil Xavier, your host. You can find me on Twitter at Cecil vs. Games or uh, everywhere else as just Cecil Xavier. Uh, Twitter, or sorry, um, Facebook, Ustream, Twitch, Mixer, all those fun places. Um, So we hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Reviews help people find the show. So if you enjoy listening to us, spread the word. You can also find us on services like Google Play Music, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Player FM, Spreaker, MyTuner, YourListen, and Spotify. Yes, we're even on Spotify. So if we're not someplace, let us know. We'll upload there. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter and Facebook. Just search at GNA Podcast, all one word, and you'll find us there. We've partnered up with Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle is a game sharing or a game purchasing service with a twist. It allows you to, whenever you purchase a game, it also allows you to donate to charity. Uh, we specifically here at GNA Podcast, we support Extra Life. So if you buy anything and you want to donate through us, you can donate by just changing anything after the question mark on your Humble Bundle link to question mark partner equals GNA podcast. Or you can just slap that typically at the end of any link that you have. That will tell them that we sent you there and that will give, uh, it, it, there's different things that you can do, but uh, typically it, it just say, it just racks up and says, hey, we gave, we sent you this way. Um if you buy something on the store, it actually sends us some bones. But, you know, when you buy bundles and stuff like that, we don't want any money. We want you to set that slider all the way down to zero. Give everything to charity, everything to the developers, maybe a little bit to Humble Bundle just so they get a little bones to it too. But uh, we definitely don't want anything from you. We're doing this strictly for the charity portion of it. So far in January, uh, we have raised $10.01 
So it's not bad. Uh, it could be better. could be worse. I think they can do better. I think they can do I a lot better. I think we can do better. So just remember, whenever you purchase something on Humble Bundle, or if you're going to get something on Steam, check out Humble Bundle. See if it's there, because they might be selling it there. Just put that question mark partner equals GNA podcast all the way at the end, and uh, you'll donate to a good cause. Do you like anime? Because we like anime. Join us Sunday nights at uh, 1930 Eastern Standard Time. Uh, or Eastern Time, not Standard. It could be Daylight Savings. I don't fucking know. What what all time is it anyways? At uh, HTTP forward slash forward slash www.rabb.it forward slash GNA podcast. And uh, we watch... We watch uh, anime every single night. In fact, this Sunday coming up, I think we are going to be watching The Fighting Spirit, which uh, if you haven't watched it, it's a very chill anime. It's one of my favorites. Um, And actually, that's why we're watching it, because I've been barking at it for about a year, saying, hey, let's watch this. And I think finally we're going to subject people to it. Uh, It's actually an anime about boxing, uh, if you can can wrap your head around that. But it's, it's not, like, fantastic or anything like that. It's... It's totally chill and mildly realistic. But that's hosted every Sunday night uh, by Zyberblood. Um, well, she also hosts... Zyberblood also hosts the Horror Movie Nights, which are going to happen tomorrow, but it's actually going to be two days ago from when you actually hear this podcast. We release on Tuesdays and we record on Fridays. But we're doing a Horror Movie Night, and the horror movies that we're going to be watching this time around are going to be the Bird Box from Netflix, and we're going to be watching an old one from like 1996 or 5 called Ghost Ship. So join us, join us there every second Sunday of the month for Horror Movie Night. Every first Sunday of the month is game show night, so if you want to win some free Steam codes, join us the first Sunday on Mixer.com forward slash GNA podcast, and we give away some free Steam codes. Check out uh, Brian and Susan Langell over on 3-Player Co-op, and check out Proxy Fox on Yeah Dude Gaming. Some great podcasts over there. We love those guys. They support us. We try to support them. We also want to th- thank Morgan BS Photography for our new logo and artwork. Check him out at morganbs.com. You can email us at gnapodcast at gnainyourdna.one. With questions, comments, death threats, we don't care. We'd love to hear from you rather than some Arabian prince telling us that we need to funnel some money over here. We've been trying that. It just never works out. It's, it's horrible. Last but not least, check out our website at www.gnapodcast.com. We have all of the episodes up there, as well as we have some pictures from our Mass Nutton trip, and we try to upload stuff every now and then. Uh, as soon as I get some more time on my hand or hire a web developer, we might make it look a little bit better, but until then, it's what it is. Well, gentlemen, thank you very much for joining me tonight. I had a great time. Left my balls off. I am, uh, I am seeing uh, six monitors in front of me, which is really weird because I only have three. So it probably means I need to get some water. <laughs> or it means that you're still seeing Zyber blood. Well, maybe. Maybe I'm still seeing and Zyber. maybe D's here in spirit. Uh, maybe I do have the D in spirit. Who knows? <laughs> maybe you got a little D in you. Have a great night, guys. Good night, guys.
They screwed their world up, didn't they? 